This episode has a transcript. Go to bit.ly forward slash read underscore T-T-T. This podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land it is produced on, the Darug and Goringai peoples in particular. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. People feel sounds. Not just when the subwoofers shake your bones during a loud moment at a cinema with a good sound system, or when certain quiet sounds spark your ASMR. The meaning and intention behind someone's voice can be affected drastically by how something sounds. Someone yelling down a hallway feels different to the same words spoken softly from across a quiet room. And it's not just to do with how well you can hear them. You're listening to These Trying Times. Creative motivation and inspiration from a bit of a different angle. I'm Eamon Connolly. Let's go outside for a change. Can you tell where I am? The background noise might give a little bit of a clue, but honestly, I could be anywhere as far as you know. I want to talk about texture, or as it usually comes up as, bad audio. But that's kind of reductive. Some of the most amazing moments in entertainment have been through a phone line filter, when movies replicate real life and what you would hear when a murderer is on the other line. What's your favorite scary movie? Or the person you love is talking softly into the receiver. Pillows and blankets and gather them up on the couch and just cuddle and watch a movie. It'll be good. Texture is great for helping listeners distinguish between sound sources, like a narrator and an interview. And for the most part, it happens accidentally. If you've ever tried to record with a remote guest, you know exactly what I mean. Sometimes all you end up with is a roomy recording. But you know what? When you combine that with five other recordings of different types of imperfections, you get something really cool. People are more used to hearing two different qualities of audio than they might notice. Think about non-podcast mediums. People hear a host and a guest going back and forth. Radio call-ins, live news crossing to field reporters. In a kind of funny way, podcasting might actually be one of the few spaces we would hear clean audio for a long period of time without a break. There's a lot to be said for striving for clarity and consistency. But sometimes, to get someone to pay attention, you need to add variety to more than just the words being said. It really depends on the thing you're doing, but if you're making something that would constitute a story, cutting between different qualities of audio can be really impactful. We're almost always striving for the cleanest, most pleasant sounding audio, and that's a great default goal. Maybe, though, we should wonder whether some phone quality audio here and there will help keep people engaged and curious. There's no guarantee that the version where both people are perfectly clear is going to be more impactful to the listener. Maybe the thing you're making would be uplifted by some bad audio. Nearly everyone who has listened to a podcast has also heard what a traditional radio show with call-ins sounds like. The thick, clear tones of the show's host stacked against someone dialing in from whatever phone they have access to, thin and gently distorted. It's a familiar disparity. It can add legitimacy. It can add familiarity. But what's most interesting to me is it adds that grain, that finish, that crackling that you can feel when someone ends a word while softly speaking through a telephone. 
a big caveat with that is, again, you have to be combining lots of different things so that you can hear the difference. Because if you can't hear the difference, it does just sound like garbage. If you have a 40 minute long interview with bad audio, yeah, that does sound like garbage. But if you combine four different interviews and each of them have their own slight differences, which has happened a lot with remote recording for a lot of people, trying to get that happening and do their best with recording interviews online and struggling because it's a hard thing to do. It adds to the feeling, if you know what I mean, without changing the content. When people mix audio for TV shows and movies, even when they're re-recording dialogue to dub over a scene shot outside, they put extra work in to match that environment instead of keeping it as clean as possible. It's such a huge, important thing to make the sound match the visual. And part of that is making the audio sound worse. A lot of cinematic sequences could have much clearer dialogue, but it's a choice. When someone is yelling across a big concrete room, it needs to sound like that. And when someone is on the phone, it needs to sound like they're on the phone. And that's because it matters. You can feel it. There's something that just sits right, or sounds good, or feels nice. And it's not necessarily the fact that it's the cleanest possible audio. Of course, there are plenty of examples where people decided not to make it sound like a phone and just use the nice, clear audio, but that's a creative decision. Sounding like a phone call means something, but not if the rest of the movie also sounds like a phone call. This is why many people consider audio one of the most essential things to get right in video. Most movies are huge tapestries of sonic textures and every piece adds to the story. Marketers adapted to COVID-19 in 2020 with their video ads. They were looking to resonate with people and one way they did that is by making their ads look like a web call, by having roomy bad audio. They definitely could have had better audio. I'm talking about like big banks, people with money who can afford to work creatively, people who could definitely get clean audio deciding to make it roomy. Right now, knowing where you stand financially is more important than ever. But with so many different benefits, rebates and concessions, it can be confusing. Beyond just the familiarity factor, the advertising industry has known for years that adding just a little bit of friction to something can make people pay more attention and remember your message. The same techniques can be applied to podcasting. Hearing an interview captured imperfectly, like over a phone line, a webcam microphone. God, that's bad. Maybe a location with a crowd in the background. It can mean something. Maybe a bad recording is the only thing you have of something someone amazing said. That doesn't necessarily mean that recording is bad. In fact, it can mean that recording is going to be more compelling. It can be used to create an impactful contrast, especially if you're sewing it into a blanket of other textures. And so I'd encourage you to think about this. If you're doing anything scripted, if you're making anything that you're writing, think about what you can do to make it more interesting. There's a lot. It can be as simple as recording half of it into the best microphone you have and the other half into your smartphone while you walk around the park. It adds something. Don't discount texture. Don't just call it bad audio. There's a reason movies sound like that. You're listening to These Trying Times. This show is produced by me, Eamon Connolly, with production assistance from Angel Foch-Levant. <laughs>